Today is July 16th, 2021. This is episode 156 of Maelstrom Radio. And welcome, everybody, to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Peter. With me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Quentin. How are you? Not doing too bad. It's a Friday night and can't complain about that. How are you doing? Pretty good. I'm pretty good. Uh, Also, we have a guest. We do. Uh, And I'm going to attempt to say the name. Ready? (laughs) With us tonight... Ready? <laughs> With us tonight, Twitch streamer, housing designer, and enthusiast, and of course, social media and community manager for Aorzia Photography, Syria Hime. Hi. <laughs> right? You're welcome. Did I nail it? Did I get the name right? Yes, you did. Awesome. This is why I asked before <laughs> we went live. I did, yeah, but Susan's so proud of me, though. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all caps, he did it. I did it. <laughs> I mean, she said the same thing about Ash right before the show started. Oh, well. He did it. That's, that's a different he did it. Uh, Syria, C- well, welcome to Maelstrom Radio. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. We're, we're, trust, tr- trust me when I say that uh, we're, we're more... Uh, you know, because I we I saw your tweets. You're like, I'm nervous, and like, no, we're far more nervous because we get to talk to people. <laughs> like I said, that you, we're just you, gonna, you don't have to training. be here next week. So here's the <laughs> <laughs> fun fact: neither do I. <laughs> so, oh, thank dang. you, Susan, for the bits. Susan, you, Susan, Susan is very proud of Peter <laughs> and has cheered. I did thank words you. good. All right. As, well, that's so chilly. Thank you, chilly. Thank you. Wow. <clears throat> and, one, and there's, she's, it's almost a hype we, train. Yeah, almost a hype train. Somehow. Almost we have, we a have hype very train. small hype trains. But, we, have, we have do have small hype uh, trains. I wonder. I wonder while, while that still happens, uh, what have you been up to this week? Uh, me? Well, <laughs> uh, personal life, I got, a, I got a promotion at work, which. Ah, I, yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, thank you, Shelly, for that gift sub. Thank you, Shelly. Uh, so yeah, I got a, I got a promotion at work, uh, which is great. I, uh, gaming wise, let's see, I, I hit 74 on my minor in Final Fantasy, so like almost complete on all my gatherers. So, um, and then we play Terraria. That's been my week. It's been a, a a slow, like it's been busy. What hype train? <laughs> uh, wait, wait. I gotta say it. hype train. All right, there we go. Uh, 
so that has been that's honestly been my week. Then I'm here today. So and then uh, I think I'll be streaming Final Fantasy 14 over the weekend at some point. So, <laughs> so cool, cool. Yeah, we did Terraria. We found we found we did Terraria. We found lots of death. We found the ocean on both sides. We found the corruption. <laughs> mm-hmm. We found lots of holes and an uh-huh. item that makes me not die when I fall down them anymore. Yeah. Um, and next week we're going to explore the sky. Yeah. And possibly summon stream. the world eater. So that's going to be two things. Right. Sky yes. summon the world yeah. eater. So, you know, uh, pain and pleasure. Otherwise, <laughs> I haven't done any gaming really this week. It's been kind of a busy week. Uh, just yeah, kind of hanging out, not doing a whole lot. And uh, but but today, Skyward Sword released, and I am looking forward to going to pick that up because I have never beaten Skyward Sword, and it is one of the final console Zeldas I have not beaten. There's a number of handheld ones I have not either. Oh, nice! So I am going to go and try to pick that up this weekend. And if I do, I have a lovely streaming setup with my Switch. You do. I might stream that. That's fantastic. You should. Because for people who do not know, the last Zelda, well, aside from Breath of the Wild. So aside from Breath of the Wild, the last Zelda that I played was Twilight Princess. And I streamed the entire thing. This was before I was a streamer. It's somewhere on YouTube. Somewhere. Don't, don't go looking for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to uh, the Sky Sword stuff. And I still have a whole bunch of Hyrule Warriors to play. So I have lots of stuff to kind of do. Uh... There was something else, but I can't remember what it is. So that's not important anymore. Uh, yes, it is somewhere in the middle of the internet. It is not connected to any Maelstrom thing. I don't even think it's connected to me anywhere. But you might be able to find it if you looked. Um, Perfect. Yeah. So what have you been up to this week, Syria? Uh, wow, quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Besides trying to do Tell the catch-up. I'll you know, yes. catch-up in 14, because... You know, you suddenly log in and you're like, oh, joy, the 900 tombstones I have to cap on this <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is this patch now? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, in pretty much progging offline uh, uh, savages. So, been doing that. Nice. Been doing G-Pos. <laughs> <laughs> I never would have imagined you for someone who does a lot of G-Pos. I would have never imagined myself either. <laughs> Alvin does that <laughs> sometimes. So I've been busy running on that side too. So just kind of doing like, you know, some organization, you know, with a lot of our contests and things like that. And, you know, building up a new social media team. So it's it's been busy. <laughs> it's been very busy. Fair. Yeah, I there's a lot of stuff to do. Like I even I again, and Susan mentioned this earlier before the show. Uh, like she took a break, I took a break. Peter took a break from the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still haven't completed the the light, the last two alliance raids, and I haven't completed the last four uh, normal raids yet. I don't touch savage. <laughs> oh, so it's uh, there's a lot to catch up on still, uh, and I refuse to to go into Boja. That's yeah, just, that's that. Boja, yep. So much better than it really is. It's a lot better than Eureka was. It's just when you start doing very specific things, <laughs> your eye starts to twitch a little bit. I'm st- I'm still farming for at least two <laughs> notes. <laughs> I'm not happy yeah. right now. The, the dungeons and stuff are 
phenomenal. Those are oh yeah, the dungeons They're are really, really fun. Good. They're really good. I got my free stick, uh-huh. and then I left. That's it. <laughs> you should go in. It's, it cost I, me like a thousand poetics in order to get a new weapon, and I'm good. <laughs> not, not. I don't want to like take too much time on it, but there is like a stark difference between Bozja and Eureka, though. They're like both. Eureka mm-hmm. felt very much like early MMO, like questing and game design. Like with the, mm-hmm. the how hard like everything hit and, and followed you, Bose just does not feel that way. Like it's very much more group oriented and like and you and you feel prog- you get you progress a lot faster. Like you feel very satisfied in the progression. System. Yes. Like, like it's. And not I, I would definitely. Go Go. Ahead. <laughs> oh no! I would definitely say it's a lot more helpful than it was in Eureka. You're, you're, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Eureka was a thing. Rico was a thing. <laughs> uh, mm, I'm still in Pagos because <laughs> because of exactly that reason. Yeah. Yep, that reason. <laughs> and Chili's going through the third time through Eureka, and yeah, I'm sorry, Chili. Just, just, are you okay? <laughs> Chili needs an adult. We need to do a wellness check. <laughs> Chili needs an adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a wonderful uh, world outside of Eureka Chili. <laughs> I I say this out of love, but Chili's also the same person that would not buy himself a fans. <laughs> also the same person who did not unlock flying until Twitch chat spent all of their bit or all of their points in order to yeah. make him unlock it. So Are you uh, serious? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he literally it's in the last few months that he's actually unlocked flying anywhere in the game. Yeah. And if it helps, uh, he uh, uh, he, only, he, he he only unlocked it in uh, not Heaven's Word. I think he, sh- no Stormblood. Stormblood. <laughs> he only unlocked Stormblood. He can't even fly in Shadowbringers or Heaven's Word yet. Oh. I said that he needs to do one a month, like just do one a month. And I guarantee like, and what, believe it or not, it was one of their fastest acquired things. Yeah, it, it really is. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. That's the first thing that I do every time a new expansion drops is mm-hmm. I go get ether currents because I don't want to walk. Yep. <laughs> he, I've never seen a, a group bit uh, point thing fill up so fast in my life. Never. Like everyone threw all their yeah, their I put all my him. points towards it. Mm-hmm. Everyone did, but uh, and it and it anyways. was so good. Sorry, uh, so I got I got nothing else. Oh, cat updates. You have any cat updates? Uh, I don't. They're having some uh, some eye issues with the kitty, but uh, gonna get them checked out, and then hopefully all is good. But otherwise, she's still pretty chill. Uh. Ash is okay. <laughs> Ash is good. Yeah, she's good. It's good. It. Cat updates. Little wobbly. Yeah, wobbly. Uh, oh. <laughs> that's all I got. Well, let's let's get into the news. <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV had such a spike in players that Square Enix temporarily ran out of digital codes. Uh, I well, I yeah, no, that's true. I mean, it it really did. All all the all the servers were locked. <laughs> <laughs> all the digital codes <laughs> ran out on the Square Enix website. You were still able to buy digital codes through Bezos Land and Humble Bundle and Green Man Gaming. 
So there were still places you could buy the game. There were just uh, not a lot of places, Square Enix uh, established places where you could get the game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's fair to say the game is quite popular right now. Uh, more so than I think it has ever been in the last eight, maybe nine years. We we have been uh, playing, and and la- especially in the last five years, we've been doing the show. So, <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, it is fair. a great game that allows you to level up to level sixty and mm-hmm. play through the entirety of the award-winning ha- uh, Heavensward expansion. It's true for free. I was trying so. to reword that on the fly. It doesn't work. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, level sixty. Yeah. Uh, I I do I do want to know since you did mention uh, Skyward Sword, uh, did you pre-order mm-hmm. the the Zelda and Loftwing uh, amiibo? No, no, unfortunately I didn't, and everything's of course sold out and, and has what? some uh, production issues. Yeah, and they're and not everybody's going to get it. And I, from my understanding, uh, that Zelda and Loftwing Skyward amiibo did something special. Like, didn't it like allow it you? It did. To... So uh, I think it. I think it's like fast travel. It was fast. I travel. remember. Which yeah. wasn't in the game before. <laughs> right. So well, there was a way that you could do it. You just had to do some extra things in the game, I think. Mm-hmm. Like it just basically gave you a convenient fast travel. But again, I haven't played this game so fully, and I haven't played it at all in like five years. I, I feel locking away so. that piece of content behind that amiibo and then shortchanging people on the amiibo is sucks. <laughs> I think they should just. I can allow- see another one, or having a second production on it, or worst case scenario, someone will go out and uh, get the QR codes or the <laughs> the tags, AR codes. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, this I think this is uh, this part is interesting for you. Discord purchases AI company Centropy mm-hmm. to help combat harassment. Do you know of Centropy? I feel like you would be the. No, one I'm not familiar with them. You are familiar with Discord. I mean, almost. <laughs> I, I am familiar with Discord. Uh, I, I'll go through this really, really quick. Yeah. Pretty much everyone now calls themselves an AI company. Uh, it's mostly marketing buzz speak because most companies don't do AI and most things don't need AI. And most AI is really, really terrible. So. Can we call it? Chili Discord an AI is not company? a team speak. We cannot because we're not a company. Oh. Nor are we artificial, nor do we have intelligence. But anyways, uh, yeah, like I, I feel like, again, a lot of AI companies tend to just call themselves AI companies. So it'll be really interesting to see how it happens. Notoriously, almost every single AI or machine learning, uh, so artificial intelligence or machine learning platform, tends to be very, very biased in ways that uh, the developers aren't aware of. So one very, very common one that's often in the media today is uh, cameras or facial recognition or photo recognition not being able to identify anything that is not white male presenting uh, accurately. And that's a huge thing that's going through right now in the media, but that basically underlies every single sort of AI or uh, machine learning thing. And a lot of companies are starting to put a lot of effort in trying to make a more diverse set of data but ultimately, whatever, well, just like some of the chatbots we had a few years ago, whatever you feed into the information is going to have some sort of bias, and that thing that you create will always have a bias. So it'll be really interesting to see how this sort of anti-harassment AI, quote, quote, uh, actually works with this, or how much we're going to see. Because uh, we already know, like, Discord already has certain features that allow you to, for example, prevent images from being uploaded 
if you have your server marked as safe for work and, and don't allow unsafe images. And if you just have a little bit too much of beige in your image, it will refuse to allow you to post, which huh. again also is some sort of racial bias in there. But it's a very interesting look at it into uh, how terrible a lot of these uh, unsupervised platforms and and they say that they're going to be very helpful and everyone makes big announcements and spends lots of money on it and then they're just yeah they're they're not not the great yeah all right uh let's jump back uh so the seventh uh final fantasy 14 uh 14 hour broadcast happened uh on july 9th uh included the live letter uh for uh producer live letter part 65 uh, which I think all of us weren't expecting uh, Endwalker news, and then we ended up getting Endwalker news. And so uh, the benchmark launch, uh, I made a video kind of reacting to the benchmark video uh, and kind of doing a slow, I'm not going to say breakdown. I don't, I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to sit there and try to pretend I'm good at things. I just made ha-has. Uh, the new Fisher gear makes them look like a 90s hip hop group. Uh, so, you know, if you're, if you're a G pose uh person uh that new uh, fishing thing you can create your new uh hip-hop uh 90s duo <laughs> uh, <laughs> i wonder if we know anyone that does, uses gpos uh well we'll f- hold, hold on a second uh and also we were th- <laughs> we were told uh yokotar didn't give us any information by the way for the new raids he, he said uh he played he said blame the ucp uh, i'm not going to answer anything about the story uh so we're cautiously optimistic uh, there's a new lottery system for Ishgard housing for Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, so I'm going to ask, because uh, someone here does uh, designing for houses and, and has a lot of, of stake in, in housing. <laughs> uh, Syria, uh, what are your thoughts <laughs> on the new housing lottery system for Final Fantasy XIV? I think it's a step in the right direction. <laughs> I um <laughs> as, as someone who's very first house, I got my very first house under the old housing system. Ooh, nice. So OG housing. Yes. <laughs> and I was lucky enough to have a friend who was leaving her plot <laughs> before because mm. she was going somewhere else. And she basically was like, Hey, I'm about to leave my plot. Come over here so you can grab a house. I know you want a house. And so it was, you know, I didn't get the inflated, you know, <laughs> paying for Super the house expensive. plot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> didn't go broke in time deal. <laughs> it was good, you know, and I mean, I was, mm-hmm. I was lucky enough. Then, you know, new housing came out with new rules. <laughs> and my FC was lucky enough to get the last plot. <laughs> in Ooh, nice. <laughs> nice. So, you know, right, we snagged it under the new housing system. So, you know, it's a lot. And I I see a lot of, you know, newer players and even returning players who have come in and they want to get a house. And then you see the vets who have had to tell them, basically, you're going to be camping for 10, 12, 48 hours (laughs) for a house in the middle of the night for a house that you may not get. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the new I think the changes that they're trying to make is going to definitely help with that. I like the lottery system. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's something that I've kind of have thought that would be a really good implementation of. At least it makes it a little bit more fair than already is now, especially with people that want a house but can't be online. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like right now you basically have to click fast and yep. hope that no one else is around and it just happens that you get first. Like it's, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I the really caveat lucky. is you still got to have the money. True. <laughs> so that's, that's going like to be a thing. At least for like those smaller houses, I feel like most people, especially once you get to 80, it's not too bad to farm up enough gill in order to actually get the small houses. Beyond that, yes, especially for newer players, it's a lot dif- more difficult. But uh, What do you think about the new... Because they, they also mentioned having separate wards for FC wards and the like, like not FC wards. Uh how, what are your what are your thoughts on that? Like, do you think it's a good idea to have like specific wards for just for SCs and and other wards? For- um, I don't know. I see. I, I I'm mixed on that one. I do like the idea that FCs can be in their own ward because, again, you know specifically this is a ward that's specifically for FCs. So there's no reason for mm-hmm. anyone that's looking for a personal to be in this ward trying to get a house. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and it, again, it it kind of makes that separation and. and allows more plots to kind of open up at the same time i always like the neighborhood <laughs> feel that you get now where you know this house up there on a the hill is an fc but that other house over there is somebody's is a personal so i kind of like the intermingling of the fcs with the personal i'm interested to see how that plays out as far as if you make spe- fc specific wars is there an incentive that Square Enix is going to offer for existing FCs who have a house to relocate? I know for my FC, you know, we started off with a small plot and it was mm-hmm. considered a uh, prime property. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and then, and you know, I think it's like if you're ever going to Shiragani, the, the small house is right by the apartment building. Mm-hmm. Right there, <laughs> with the waterfall oh, in the back and everything. So that was our first. That was our first plot location, and you know, we didn't really want to give it up, but a medium. So we as we mm-hmm. actually in a different ward, we got the medium that's behind that house. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. I mean, it's still a good location. It's still a good location. So I mean, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. That's the part that I am a little kind of interested to see if there is any incentive. Or FCs that are in wars that would be labeled as, you know, non-FC <laughs> wars to get them mm-hmm. to relocate into the FC wars. And how does that function as far as are they guaranteed their plots that they had prior to, you know, what's those kind of incentives? So I, I have that kind of mixed emotion with it because mm-hmm. I kind of like the blending of things. I'm kind of wondering too if we see like FC specific wards. Like a lot of people, at least a lot of people that I, I play with, because I don't typically run around my house, uh, we tend to congregate around the FC house, but not so much around like personal housing. Mm-hmm. Unless there's like an event or something going on at a personal house, I feel like most people will probably end up at their FC houses. So the FC wards might actually end up getting a little bit busier, but all of the personal wards will end up becoming deserted. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that, that my FC is, is very notorious for that. There is a good portion of my FC members that have their own personal house, mm-hmm. but I always see them at the FC house. Yeah. It's just it's easier as like a congregation point for everyone, mm-hmm. right? And you can't show off your glamours, which is the true endgame of Final Fantasy. Uh, 
by yourself in your home. Yep. I, 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 it's, it, it, it's going to feel weird, like walking into like a, like a ward that's not FC related. And it just like, it's like you got two or three people that are just like, hello, <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is my house and this is where I live. And like, all right, Hi, MC. We're, we're your neighbors. And then like half the people that keep their houses locked too, like, like, just, Mm-hmm. yeah so, there is that too <laughs> so cold and like remember when we had neighborhoods and it felt like because like i like the mix you like the mix yeah. but i feel like the mix contributes to the communication with it everyone it really mm-hmm. does and you meet new people and like i know i know that we've had neighbors in our area that have joined our fc because they were close by and like mm-hmm. hung out with us and ended up joining our fc just because they were close by and neighbors with us so and I've had people that have walked into our FC and they'll just been like, hey, these are, this is really nice. You know, we took some inspiration for how you set up your stuff and we did this in our own personal. So it's like, nice. I like that mixed bag. <laughs> yeah. it, you know, and I feel like FCs give a little bit of life to that, to just a strictly people locked houses. <laughs> <laughs> give, give house. Uh, Syria. So, uh, I, I do want to ask, uh, how did you get into Twitch streaming? Like what, what made you want to turn on the, you know, turn on the, the hit the switch, go live and, and do this, so to speak. <laughs> I get Peter mentioned earlier that like you do the community management with AORZF photography and you do the Twitch streaming. Like tell us a bit of, a little bit about all the different stuff that you're kind of working on all that too okay um well how i started off with twitch streaming is interesting so mm. my it, it started off i play destiny okay <laughs> and right. yep. familiar one of the things <laughs> that uh right <laughs> and you know originally like most people you just you're just playing a game you don't think anything of it and mm-hmm. you know you just do it and my best friend's son actually started playing the game too, but he was on Xbox and I play on PlayStation mm-hmm. and he was getting stuck with missions or he didn't understand certain things or he, he kind of wanted to see like how stuff worked. So the only thing that I could think about that I had to talk to like a couple of friends of mine um, to try to find something that was live for him to do, because of course you can't share your screen. <laughs> Xbox to PlayStation. But he was like, well, why don't you just do a Twitch channel? And that way you can go live and you can kind of do tutorials with him. So essentially, that's what it started off with. It started off with doing tutorials for my best friend's son on how to do live on just getting Destiny 101. And he would ask questions in the channel and I would answer them and I had like, you know, my FC, my Destiny clan, sometimes mm-hmm. they would be in the voice chat and they would answer questions. Or like if he was playing a class that I wasn't on, somebody else was on, they'll be able to show him stuff and we would show him how to do the missions and everything. After nice. that, it turned into friends that had kids <laughs> that were playing. They would send them to my channel to play, <laughs> to get questions asked. And then it, it just evolved from that. <laughs> so. You were the, the FAQ system. Right, live FAQ system for <laughs> hey, And I, you know, because I try to keep it 
PG-13 as much as possible. (laughs) You know, it was the more comforting thing to do to send, like, you know, the kids and stuff. And then, you know, and and occasionally I would sometimes, if they were really having difficulties and because I was on PlayStation, if, like, they were on PlayStation, I would help someone through missions and things like that. Just so they can, like, you know, keep progressing and everything. Um, After that, it just kind of (laughs) evolved to... Just me continually stream on Twitch. Um, as far as yours, your photography. So that was actually a shot in the dark. I got introduced to them because, you know, I do housing design. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that I didn't really take into account or thought about in that way was that doing housing design, you're kind of also a G poser, too. Because mm-hmm. you're showing off your house and you want other people to see it. And not everybody is on the same server as you or on the same data center. And they can't go in, log in, and go find your house and walk through. You take pictures of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you always try to take really good shots and angles and things so to, to really present your house. Kind of the way a, a, a realtor was. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. You know, I was doing that a lot because every time I design a house I I take tons of pictures and then I put the best ones up there so everybody can kind of get a visual walkthrough of you know some of the design things that I've done in there and you know join their community through a friend and they needed somebody that would help them with their social media and I was like you know what that should be cool <laughs> I want you were already giving faqs for everything showing right. people where it's just one more place to do it right right so i was like okay i can do that i can tweet out people pictures and things like that and <laughs> it started it, it went downhill after that <laughs> it was pretty much went from social media manager you know to sitting there taking well social media team to social media manager you know Taking, you know, going through and highlighting all the nice, wonderful G post pictures of other people doing it, which got me more interested in not just doing it from a housing perspective, but also from a personal G post experience. Mm-hmm. To it evolved into a community manager, and then we got the bright idea to say, you know what, it's nice if we can kind of show people how G post. <laughs> and then yeah. the podcast was born. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now. We do that too. We help people get comfy with G pose and answer questions about it and show them processes and take them on ride alongs and you know so that they can kinda in our sense, you know, rediscover or discover Eorzea through the eyes of the of the camera versus <laughs> seeing us beating up on bosses twenty four seven. Right. Yeah, and G-Pose is so powerful, but most people, don't, myself included, have no idea how to use it. Mm-hmm. Or have no, how to, no, no idea how to use it well. Like you can get some, there's some pretty powerful stuff that I've seen people come out with. Oh, yeah. You, it, it takes a while. It yes. honestly takes a while. Because even when I was doing it, I literally used to just take the pictures. just like, oh, let me just freeze this moment and hide my... My character real quick and print screen screen, girl we're done. (laughs) Right. So that was it. So it was like once I started really learning about G Pose through Mm Eorzea photography, it was like I didn't know this existed in the game. (laughs) You just go in there and then you start playing with 
Oh, look at there's lights. Oh, look, there's filters. Oh, look, I can change oh, the yeah. colors. <laughs> you just start <laughs> and playing down the rabbit hole you go. Yep, uh-huh. down the rabbit hole you go. Yeah. I know that feeling. There, there may be a specific uh, Instagram for a specific character that has his own uh, G pose uh, Final Fantasy account. So, Ooh. yeah, uh-huh. there's some good shots on there, man. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, throw them digits out there. You never know. You might get a click, click. Hi, <laughs> Susan's seen it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, uh, so going from Destiny, who in, I think is now trying to get its glamour uh, on check with Destiny 2. Uh, <laughs> uh, Good <and> luck. To, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's, been, there's been some been some weird takes they've taken on it. Uh, to now, uh, you know, all things G-Pose and housing. Uh, what is learning from the gpos like has that inspired you any in any way because i know that that's a big deal irl as well like that's that's a thing that people do for a job in their Mm -hmm. day-to-day lives like has that inspired you in any way to be like maybe i'm good at this in game i wonder if i'm good at this in my i could do this in my normal life and thought about doing like house staging or anything like that for like I I actually have really (laughs) all right i've actually had people tell me that i really should give it a shot you know, to kind mm-hmm. of poke around and see. And, and trust me, it's... Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> it's no really, item limit. Yeah, there really is no item limit. And it's just... It's, to me, it's interesting because I never thought that I would do well enough with it. Because, you know, you think design a house, put a chair here, put a bed here, <laughs> put some curtain up, make it look good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now when you go in there, now just go in... When I go and do a design, it's now it's like there's a blank slate, mm-hmm. and now I have to turn this. What some people think, oh, this is a really small space, to something where they're like, oh my god, is this really my house? Yeah, this is your house. <laughs> it's it's so crazy. It's, it's crazy to see what people can do like in a small space. They're like, there's mm-hmm. nine thousand items in this one space. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It is so. It has it has inspired me to kind of want to go reach out there and see if I can take the same concepts that I do within fourteen mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. see if that's a direction that I would really like to do in real life because I like the creative part of it. And that's a, I guess along the same lines. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say because that's a big deal because we're like uh, when uh, producer Susan and I bought this house. It was not staged well. Like it, it was very dark and drab, and none of the furniture matched. And like that's and and if we had to purchase it based on what they had designed it with, we would have not bought this house. We would have walked away and like it's not. It's not good. <laughs> we had to see for the potential in our own heads. Like oh, there's a lot of potential with these rooms, and like, mm-hmm. uh, so it's much better put together right now than it was when we initially bought it. So having an eye for that stuff it could make or break a home. Like, so, you know, the (laughs) idea of like selling a place based on the design or the ability to see what it could be is a big deal. And I don't, I do not necessarily have that skill. So. (laughs) (laughs) Same. 
Uh, like so, I, I guess along the same lines. Like you've been doing a lot with the photography side of things, with staging screenshots and setting that up and getting the lighting and stuff. Have you found that kind of translating over to like taking photos in real life as well? Like, mm-hmm. Even with camera phones, and <laughs> yeah, it, just, it, it. It, it makes it easier to. Sorry, go ahead. So it it makes it seeing it in the game. Mm-hmm. It it gives me a better appreciation of how, trying to do it in real life. Because mm. in the game, you get so nitpicky with these. You're trying to, <laughs> again, looking at the lighting of how, you know, okay, I want the light to shine this kind of specific way. Or, oh, my God, the sky looks just like this. Oh, it's so beautiful. Let me capture it at this moment. And then you get the actual picture. And you're like, okay, so what I saw was beautiful. What this translated on my camera phone was like, no. And then now you're playing with Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> and everything else to try to enhance the picture and make it look the way you saw it. I like for me, I like to invoke the emotion of it. I want someone to mm-hmm. be able to look at those pictures and be like, I could see myself doing that. Or, oh mm-hmm. my God, where are they? That looks so cool. That looks like something I would like to do. Or I would like to live in or I'd like to see. <laughs> and so it's it's been wild. So I've been doing that actually in real life. And it's funny because I'm starting like baby steps, like with real life pictures, because it's so different doing it with a right. game picture. So it's like I've been doing like with flowers. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'll get like the close up shots or like far away shots. And then I'll play with different filters and tints and things like that just to see like how I can get the flowers presented in various different ways other than what you would see it just walking out of the house and looking at me. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's funny to see like you have all these tools that you're disposable when you're using G-Pose, and then you try to do the same stuff with your camera in real life, and you realize like there are so many things that you need technically, and mm-hmm. like cameras and lenses and mirrors and lighting and reflectors, and, and then on top of that, you have like your raw files, your editing, and all of that. Yes. <laughs> on top of it, like <laughs> our, our tools in G-Pose are pretty great. So they very really easy, are. Probably. Yeah. Uh. So I, I, I would like to know, uh, out of, between taking, uh, like, for when you take your photos, and I know that, uh, do, do you play on PC or do you play primarily on uh, PlayStation? Both. Both, okay. So have you dabbled in, like, any of the uh, outside, like, um, like, G-Poser, like, uh Filters uh, that that can be added. Yeah, G shade. Yes. G shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah G shade. Yep. Uh, yep. What was that? It was, Chili says the ip ipsupu filter. It's one of the filters you can do with G shade. <laughs> yep, okay. One of the you can do. I don't. I it's can't also the one that I use. It was it ipsupu. <laughs> There's probably a pr- proper pronunciation for that. I'm murdering <laughs> that name currently. So. Uh, don't now everyone's laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, it's some of those I kind of look at those and I'm like, yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. Uh, this one looks cool. So, ha, ha, do you do you think? I, I mean, have you ever noticed a, like a, a stark difference between like what they offer in game, uh, trying to match what the what G Shade? Uh, also does like do you think they're trying to add more stuff so that people don't like rely less on g-shade i think they are uh 
one of the things that I do say is that with G with G Shade, there are different aspects that play with um, the way that the filters are created. Mm-hmm. You know, you can play with the hues, you know, contrasts, you know, various lighting on a much more finite level than you can in G Pose. Um, so you, you kind of can get those very, very unique looks mm-hmm. that I think that 14 is aiming towards that well, because at least with, with G pose, you do still have to bring in still other external sources where yeah. G pose, you don't have to do that. It's pretty much in there, you know, framing some of the brilliances. It's, it's just not as detailed, detailed as you would get with G-Shader because G-Shader to me is kind of in the same level of as if you went into like Photoshop. Yeah. And it gets, in Photoshop it's very, very detailed. <laughs> you can go G- down the rabbit hole again. You really can go down that rabbit hole. G-Pose kind of gives you the basics. It gives you, mm-hmm. you, and you can still do some very nice little finite shots, but it doesn't go- take you that far into the rabbit hole. It's kind of like I'm taking you just enough to give you these wonderful pictures that you don't necessarily need G shade, mm-hmm. but you know, if you want something that finite, a very, very specific look, here's G, you know, here's G shade. But if you're happy with the way that, you know, the basics and being able to do the smaller tweaks and edits, here's G pose. So I think they're going down the direction that eventually it might come to a point where you're not going to really need G-Shade, but I'm pretty sure there's always going to be a need to kind of see it because G-Shade, even on a basic level of people not really using it just for photo, just to in top out color and enhance the color, which is something that a lot of G-Shade people do anyway, is mm-hmm. they go through Eorzeal with the filter on because they like to see, you know, the background blur of their character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very crisp on the screen or you know I want to go through the game with this dream like haze <laughs> going through that G-Pose doesn't let you do that no go through uh, the game in pastel <laughs> <laughs> well the, the game I mean the game the colors in the game are, are muted so having G-Shade yep. up helps pop pop those colors and textures that you I don't think you normally would get uh, right. Plus, you can do artificial HDR, so it makes shadows really nice. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I I do I do uh, uh, I I want to know uh, like what like I cannot decorate. Uh, I had a friend decorate my house, uh, and if I and I know I'm probably going to be moving to Ishgard. No, uh, <laughs> it wasn't. <Susan>. Uh, <laughs> But I'm probably going to be moving to Ishgard, uh, which means I will lose my design of the house. Uh, uh, what are some tips? I, I, and I, let's say, like, if you can give like a couple like entry level tips, and maybe like mm-hmm. some higher end tips. <laughs> like, okay. Ah. Uh, entry level <laughs> tips. <laughs> entry level tips. I I always tell people go visit houses. 
Okay. <laughs> Step one. Step one. Go visit Be social. Housing. Got it. <laughs> um, I failed. Step one. <laughs> and I, it's it's a very affectionate term that I have with a friend of mine that we call it house stalking. Fair <laughs> we'll enough. Yeah. We'll right. go around in the neighborhoods and the wards, and we'll just go look to see whose house is open, and we'll just go in there and just look to see what they do. And sometimes we will see nice little decoration ideas, and then we'll take a, a picture of it. Yeah, robbers call that because, casing a joint. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could probably be a thing too. <laughs> sometimes they have really nice plots, and you're like, hmm. Mm-hmm. But we'll take pictures of whatever that design is. And sometimes some of your best inspiration is going to come from looking what other people have done because it starts a conversation, especially if you're going with a friend because we've gone in, we've seen like some really nice designs, but we hated the colors. <laughs> and we'll be like, you know, this is going to look really good with yellow or, you know, a different color palette, which now starts us saying, oh, we should try that. And then once you do all that, <laughs> I would say, Another basic tip, know what you kind of, what you, what feel you want people to go into the house. One of the biggest things that when I, when I get a commission from someone, I always ask them, what do you want people to know about you? What, or what would you like to see in your house? And I've gotten a plenty, <laughs> plenty of different, very imaginative ideas. Um, cause All my biggest goal. Do. Nothing but Namas. <laughs> funny that? that you say that because I actually had a person who wanted me to build their house that literally said I want a carbuncle icon house with a Japanese spa feel <laughs> alright I can respect that I was going to say I'm like <laughs> Quinn's probably down for that <laughs> and that's what I, mean, I wouldn't. Got. I wouldn't do it but I can respect it <laughs> but that's what he got he had a very nice, beautiful upstairs that was carbuncle theme, but it wasn't like in your face. Oh my God, you walked into here in the sea of carbuncles. And when you went downstairs, going into his his Japanese style bedroom bath, attached bath, he had, I put the icon, you know, the, he had like the Ramu statue up as a centerpiece. And then oh no. I was able to make his, the Garuda bed actually into a waterfall feature, Ooh, water nice. feature in a house. So it's like you could sit on the, the the couch, and then behind it was a water feature, and the feathers from Garuda from Garuda's couch actually filtered up. <laughs> so it came a really nice, nice effect. So you, nice. you get creative with those things. But um, he, you know, you you kind of have to feel like what kind of things inspire them. From a very technical point of view, biggest tip is, again, look at other people's houses, but also pull from from outside, too. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I will actually Google certain stuff. I had someone that wanted a Caribbean-style house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So got to Google and had to start Googling. Let me see Caribbean bills. And you just start looking through things and kind of saying, okay, I can probably pull this off. And that comes with knowing what 
kind of stuff is in the game existing already mm-hmm. and knowing how you can okay i can use this particular item to make this or to create this and start messing around with the bills um another high level technical thing i always tell people to do is uh play with so i have it i it's, it's kind of funny because I'm not an architecture at all, but <laughs> I always look at a housing as a house. I look at it from a top down. So it's kind of like I see it as a mm-hmm. blueprint. Okay. And for me, you know, when the architects, you know, you know how they draw the lines and you see the walls and everything like that. That's exactly how mm-hmm. I actually build up a house. So when I build a house, okay. I always build the walls. First. So I actually map out the floor plan. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, I'll have clients that come in and they're looking like, what are you doing? And I'm literally messing around with dimensions within the house or in the layout of wherever I am because I'm actually in my head, I'm creating the space. I'm determining what's the bathroom. How big I want this bathroom. Do I want it connecting to the bedroom? How big do I want the bedroom? <laughs> How big do I want the living room? Do I want to make this separate? Do I make open concept? Things like that. So that's something to always kind of look at. It's like once you create those dimensions in those spaces, then after that, it becomes so much easier because now you have the floor plan and you have your foundational blueprint of where you're going to put your colors, where you're going to put this, what's going to be a bedroom, what's going to be a bathroom, what's a living room, (laughs) what can I now tweak to still keep these spaces, but now make you draw attention to it. I, as you were saying that, like I got all of these like old nostalgic memories because uh, growing up, it was always The Sims. I played mm-hmm. so much of The Sims, and it's <laughs> yes. the exact same thing. You build your walls, then you decorate your rooms, and and like honestly, you said, you build that's it from right. the ground up. You build it from the ground, and that's exactly where I got it from because I played mm-hmm. The Sims a lot, and that's exactly what you had to do. You had to build the walls up. <laughs> OG Sims and Sims Two, like uh, yep. so much fun. Oh, I'm am older than both of you, I believe. So I I, <laughs> I just played SimCity. So I I can listen. I if you need someone to handle your 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 water uh, lines and your how your train should run, I'm the guy. I can't tell you. We need someone to cause a natural disaster. Uh, also, your guy. <laughs> Uh, I, I can handle both your infrastructure and and your volcanoes. <laughs> but if we need someone to install a ladder in our pool, don't ask any of us. <laughs> nope. Look, I love SimCity. I still have it on my PC right now. <laughs> C- City Skylines is so good. I <laughs> Shakora. <laughs> Oh, flat is my last Skyline said. I do like Skylines. <laughs> Fun like fact, Sh- Shakur got it for me on my PlayStation, and I, I need to go into it and play with it. <laughs> it is it is a very good game. It is a very, very... It, it is what Sim the last SimCity should have been. Uh, so, But instead, we got City Skylines, and that's great. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, what... To stay on the the the, the world of housing and, and maybe less so on decoration, <laughs> uh, the big thing is, of course, there's going to be a new housing ward, mm-hmm. which we can see now. That's something we can go look at because it is complete, and that we that is the the 
blueprint for the housing ward. Uh, right. So now that since now we have all the housing wards uh, kind of in, in, in a vision, like what is, can you can you rate the housing wards from from best to worst? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, don't judge me. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. No, no. It's, it's, your, it's your opinion. Um, for me, Lavender Bits would be one. Uh, the Mist is two. Shirogani, three. Mm-hmm. Ishgard <laughs> would be four. Goblet is five. That's valid. I agree with Goblet being five. I'm not, a, even though we live there. It's uh, funny. That's where, that's where our FC house is currently, the Goblet. But because it, it was so easy to get a house, there. <laughs> says a lot. Uh, and no, Chili uh, wanted the Goblet. Uh, I know Chili wanted the Goblet, but yeah, you know, Chili wasn't in the FC when we got the house. <laughs> uh, uh, when so for and me, Emmy, Emmy's the one that said suggested Goblet because she she knew that we would be able to get a house. Because she's like, everyone's going to go for Shiragane. You should go to the And that's goblet. the same house that she got. Uh, I, well, yeah. She told me where to go. She, t- she said, this is how yeah. it, it worked out for us in the end. Uh, so, uh, Quentin, what's your, what's your favorite housing words? Because you do have a personal house, but you also know we have the, the, the FC house. But what are, what are your favorite I words? I do. And now, so the caveat is I can't rate Ishgard because I've never walked into the Ishgard area. You should. You really should. You should. I should at some point. But I haven't been there, so I will exclude that. Okay. Um, I think I'd have to say I like the. I, again, I haven't been inside of the houses in a while either, so I really like the aesthetic of Shirogane, just the the outdoors at least of it. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'd probably have to say the mist because that is where my personal house is. Uh, then lavender beds, and then uh, mist and lavender beds is kind of a hard toss up because I do like the like bright openness of the mist, but I really like the trees and. Like if there was like a hybrid between the two of those, I'd be in it. Um, and of course, Goblet is also last because you know I just it's it's all it's brown. sandy and sand gets it's, everywhere. It's also true. Uh, <laughs> Chili says, <laughs> Chili says in chat, I helped craft Ishgard area so people could move from the Goblet so I can have get a meeting in a Goblet. Big, <laughs> big brained it. <laughs> Pretty good, honestly. That's that's why Chili learned crafting after all this time. So, perhaps. Uh, for me, I'm going to say based on – because I feel like they've gotten smarter about designing these compared when they first just implemented them. I don't think they had a lot mm-hmm. of thought. They were like, oh, we'll put housing in. And now I feel like they've gotten really smart about like the layouts of these places. And I think Ishgard is yeah. like the, the pinnacle of those layouts. So Ishgard for me is number one. I think Ishgard's laid out beautifully. Also, there's saunas in Ishgard. And there's four mystery jumping puzzles in Ishgard. So already <laughs> – there's more jumping puzzles and there's saunas besides pools. I think that, and also there's two little dragons that hang out uh, in some of the areas. So there are little dragons that hang out. I think that's, I, I think it, it, it added personality to the, the, uh, the ward. Uh, Ratika housing would be cool if they allow housing on the first, uh, but a lot of people are like, like housing. housing. The people want housing on the moon. Uh, <laughs> I think if we did also, the first, yes. it, it would go straight to Crystallium. Moon. I just like tree houses. Uh, I know you do. Uh, My personal housing in EverQuest was uh, a tree house, right? Elephant. Yep. So uh, Ishgard, uh, Shiragane, because uh, that's where I lived before I moved to my uh, 
my plot, uh, which was a bad move. I think I should have stayed in Shiragane. Um, then I'm going to say the miss. Uh, I'm going to say Goblet number four and then Lavender Beds. And I'm only saying that because I dislike the Lavender Beds. I really don't like it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm there now. I have the technically the best spot for a small in the Lavender Beds. I didn't, I'm going to say it. Uh, yeah, I am. I am. Uh, poo-pooing on my own word you are correct uh because i had the best spot right so i have the and, and people that know housing really well will know this right off the rip uh the small house area that's on its own stump that it has no neighbors that's right directly uh and the, there's a waterfall directly behind it oh i know that they, that was my first house yeah <laughs> that's the best plot that's considered the best that is plot. the best plot for that a is, small and lavender beds yeah the, the best plot that 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 in fact it's such the best spot and it's on the high end for getting it. Like if you can find it open, like people will people will pay you to to leave that spot, uh, if they can so they can get it. Uh, that's how popular it is. Um, I have that spot. It's great because I don't have neighbors. Uh, I've already plotted a medium in Ishgard that also gives me no neighbors. Uh, <laughs> uh, I priorities. I, <laughs> so, uh huh. Uh, and I just like the two dragons, but it just, I just like the way the Ishgard looks like, I like that there's, uh, the, the apartment has, uh, it looks like a, tr like almost like that. It's got the stained glass and I think it's really pretty. It lights up mm -hmm. really well at night. I, again, I like the steam pools that they have and the, the sauna is really neat. Cause I don't think any other place has a sauna. Uh, so the fact that there is a sauna is great. So I don't know. That's, that's just me personally. That's just me. Uh, chili again, uh, would prefer everything to be the goblet. Uh, but I also feel Chili also likes muted browns. So, so that's... Uh, also, uh, earlier in chat, I didn't read it, but I wanted to catch it. Uh, Chili w wants to know, uh, you know, how much you would charge to uh, redo his love hotel. Um, and <laughs> I I think that whatever chili gives you, uh, Quentin and I will double it. So you can uh, what we want for his uh, his home is a uh, Piazza bachelor pad. So just take that idea and run with it. I don't know what that no, means. <laughs> no, no, you got the mask for it. No, no, I'm a taken man now. We can't do uh, <laughs> Piazza <laughs> bachelor pad. Uh, <laughs> Susan will not have it. Uh, <laughs> Because Susan is currently my sugar mama and collecting all the money to buy me the medium. <laughs> uh, so, unless Susan's okay with a uh, Piazza bachelor pad, uh, then why not? Chili's like, I already, the Piazza's my out, the outside of it. So Many reasons. Yeah. I technically, we have the giant Piazza for the outside of the FC house, and one day it'll come back and no one will expect it. So. <laughs> And yeah, if Chili really wanted to, I would look. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty flexible. You should. <laughs> you should. Uh, so I'm afraid. No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, so uh, what can you tell us about the Aorzia photography? Uh, a screenshot community. I like that it's got a, a a screenshot. Or oh man, has anyone said like you know Aorzia photography? Uh, you know, G posing reborn. <laughs> Because that's also a great tag. Did I? Just... I have not, but now you're going to make me want to do it. <laughs> if you need an idea, man, that's what I'm here for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm already going to write this down. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, so, like, how, like, how did it get started? Like, what, it, what, it, like, I, 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 I know it's a big deal, but like, how does like a whole community around taking pictures in, a, in an MMO happen? Because uh, I'll be real honest, taking pictures at MMOs have been around for a long time, but I feel like the Final Fantasy community really got into it and really blew up. <laughs> That free trial. As a small group of friends, I would say that it it started off as a very small group of friends who just kind of wanted to share pictures. And um, our owner, um, Marjorie, who normally leads the charge (laughs) with everything, is she wanted to kind of branch out because she wanted she would always get people that didn't know anything about G pose. And mm-hmm. she liked playing with that kind of stuff. So, you know, started off small with just, you know, friends kind of learning it together. And then she wanted to branch out into, you know, making those kind of resources available to everyone else. And, you know, it's funny because it's, I still feel like we're pretty small <laughs> compared to other people. Um, but, like, we we kind of do a lot of things behind the scenes. So like we actually have uh, members of our staff who take photos for like Stellazio theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so some of those photos are coming from your photography. Uh, we are sometimes go to events, you know, with, you know, some partner streamers. <laughs> We'll take those photos and just kind of release them like we had amazing time, things like that. But it started to grow into helping people kind of rediscover their energy poser. I mean, I know everybody kind of likes to take the pictures of their warrior light going through battle and things like that. But, you know, sometimes it's nice to like kind of teach people that you don't always just have to hit print screen <laughs> as the battle is going or... You know, in PlayStation, hit the one button, click. Oh no, <laughs> I can't get this shot no more. You know, it's nice, and it's it's, not, it's something for people to be a lot more creative on. I know for me, um, I also like the whole idea of, and it kind of mixes the whole battle thing. Is I know for me, whenever new dungeons and stuff come out, I'm in there learning the dungeon. You know, I see the fights. I catch the little details here and there. But, you know, you're like, you're going through so fast. You're just trying to get to the end. (laughs) So you can see the next cutscene. I especially like being to go back and kind of helping a new player experience Eorzea through my eyes. Just because uh, recently, like we did, we've been doing a series of, you know, going back through the expansions. And rediscovering all the different areas. And we just recently just finished up with Heaven's War. But one of the things that we did was every time that they unlock dungeons for exploration mode, we'll actually cover the dungeons that they unlocked. And we'll actually do a series Mm. based on those. And it's nice to go back. Because one of the things that really hit me is going back through places like The Burn, Mm -hmm. you miss so much detail. All those little tiny pieces, yeah. These, all these little tiny pieces and these little nooks and crannies that you didn't ever get to do because you're just running through the dungeon trying to keep up with the tank or the other DPS or, you know, trying to get within heels and you don't you don't see those little Looking things. Down. Mm-hmm. You look down and ahead. You don't look around. Yep. You don't look around. And it's nice to be able to rediscover the dungeons 
and it's nice because it allows newer players to now fall in love with those places or want to go and say, I want to push on to go further past ARR because I want to get into that dungeon. I want to see those things that everyone that everybody missed or, you know, those kind of things. So it, I think that's where we step into that to just kind of say, we want you to fall in love with the game. And it's, it's mm-hmm. great to see somebody killing Kafka, killing Shiva, <laughs> you know, getting beat down by Alexander and T. It's great to see all those nice little flashy things. But you know what's wonderful is also getting there. And part mm-hmm. of getting there is exploring the world. And we kind of feel like if we can get people to kind of get interested in the world through us rediscovering it for them through the eyes of the photographer, man, how much more people can we get to really fall in love with the game? Enough to make them run out of codes again. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so we hope that people I mean, get there. We, we, yeah, that's where our biggest thing. We hope that people fall in love with the game through that, and we hope that people take that chance and then express their warrior light self. You know, because mm-hmm. we love to see their warrior lights too, and we want them to be like, show us. You know, show them to us. You know, go out there and and be creative with your poses and. That's one of the things that we really like to do is we challenge people every month with the yours your daily snapshot thing. So every day is a different thing. And we've been getting amazed at the amount of people that are very creative with the themes that they, you know, the pictures that they come up based on that daily thing. Um so one of the things I like I noticed in and I, I might I might forget the name of the dungeon. Uh, in I, I think I'm gonna forget the name of the dungeon. In five point I want to say it was five point three. Uh, it was the oh no I forgot the name of the character. Oh no, uh, Quentin the name of the witch in uh, near Idleshire. Oh, what's her name? Matoya. Matoya. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matoya's uh, relic. The the the. Yeah. What I what I noticed is that in at the final boss, right? And I don't know how many people know it. I'm pretty sure it's been found already. And I'm I'm sure people doing uh like going through dungeons with photography have probably already catched it. Uh, and, and in the library area where the final boss is, if you look up in the book area, like they have all the eight bit sprites from the original mm-hmm. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy game, and I love that like little touch that they added. And it's really nice to see that stuff. And it, it, you miss it if all you're worried about is just going in there, killing the last boss, get the story, and bounce. That's like you may not notice yep. it. It may not be a thing that you you see, and you may never see it again because you know you're rolling. You're really rolling dice on uh, on you know duty roulettes. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> never see that. It's, it's it's one of two on the expert roulette, so yeah. you're gonna get a lot often. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Oh, really? I didn't know that. You, yes. you, you can go explore mode right off the bat, huh? Well. Yeah, all the newer dungeons you can, you go right into explorer mode and just go through there. I did it to uh, the, the last dungeon. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's a, a really good thing that they've added. Like, explorer mode lets you actually go through again, but you don't have to worry about the time limit. You don't have to worry about the, uh, like, all the, the bosses and whatnot around. Like, you can mm-hmm. just enjoy the scenery. Yeah. 
It's really nice. What? Uh, so I, I'm now curious. What is something in a dungeon that you've found that you think somebody has entirely missed? Like something that they, that has always been there, and like I don't think people have seen this. Woo! <laughs> 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 we we found quite a lot. Okay. Um, what's your what's, what's your, your favorite? favorite? Yeah. What's your favorite? I would say my favorite would be so. <laughs> It's funny because you run past it a whole, whole lot. In, in the burn, mm-hmm. when you come out of where you would fight the second boss, okay. you know, you just kind of run through the room and you, you're like, oh, you just come around, you hit the corner, you just keep going and you're out into the desert. Mm-hmm. If you kind of backtrack about three steps before you walk out and you look over to your left, there's a room full of dead worms in there. What, seriously? Just worms? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to check this out after the uh, episode. We might need to, yeah. It's literally the, the big sandworms that you fight in there. There's like there's a room of that. That's and it was crazy. so you like you walk through and you I happened to pan over and look over and was like, Oh my god, I never noticed that. And they're literally like two of them, they're like stacked on kind of a catacorny of each other. And they're mm-hmm. huge. And you can see they look like they came through the wall. To try yeah. to get in, and they're just they didn't make it. No, they didn't make it. Interesting. So, like the security system probably took them out. <laughs> someone. I'm, did. I'm pretty sure that someone did. Someone. But did. yeah, that's. I'm thinking of the correct. That is like a boss. <laughs> probably not. Probably that is definitely good. something that we like. I have to say that was my favorite one because it was, it was, it was shocking <laughs> to see that that was there. You're like. I never knew that. And I was like, as many times as everyone got this dungeon in Rulest when it first dropped. And that was some, a very detailed area that was completely missed. That's, that's pretty awesome. The, the, it, 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 makes you, it makes it feel like they've put so much stuff in these uh, dungeons that people aren't picking up on. And now, and now they're like, mm-hmm. oh, now you can totally explore it. Like, now you can find all the hidden Easter eggs that put in these places. Mm-hmm. Go at it. I hope that they add extra stuff to the explorer modes as they go back. Oh yeah, for sure. Like hidden stuff so that you you wouldn't have noticed it before. Yeah, be great. Like uh, the uh, Ida stuff. Oh, that oh, would be yeah. nice. Hey, like put Ida into some of the old dungeons or like yeah. other similar <laughs> stuff like that, right? Like, there's a yeah. lot of cool stuff they could do. Oh, and Close to the Soul, Susan, yeah. Yeah, I, I, for, I forgot about it, and then someone someone new streaming from WoW uh, recently found it, and I was like, I totally forgot about that little tiny Alamafel trying to woo the cat lady. Uh, <laughs> it could just be that we all thought it was absolutely normal and didn't notice it. I think we noticed it, because I think you got to do it for a quest, and you're just like, look at this little... Little, little perv. <laughs> but like it just it was normal, so we didn't pay attention to it. Like it, we just saw it and continued on as it was just a course of action, as opposed to someone actually pointing out and being, "Hey, look at this thing." I, well, I, I think at the time you and I were like, "Look at the cat," because uh, if it's going Costa del Sol, that's oh no, never mind. That's that other one. Never mind. I was thinking of the other yeah. one uh, that lets you to the uh, the Isle of Umbra. The, uh, the like, oh uh, that yeah of uh, that guy who was like trying to sailport. Like, yeah, the the one that's trying to grab butts. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, 
Chili's like, I have his outfit saved as a glamour point. <laughs> oh, no. Of course. Oh, no. Uh, so, uh, I, I have one last question. Uh, Quentin, do you have anything else okay. before I ask my last No, question? go ahead. All right. Okay. So, what is, so, N. Walker is 120, I think, 25 days away, because we, there, there's a Twitter uh, countdown <laughs> for it. Mm-hmm. What is a, uh, <clears throat> what is one thing you are looking forward to? Even if it, it hasn't been announced, like what is one thing you're hoping for and Walker housing um, GPOs? Otherwise, what, what, what is something that you wish they, they uh, come out with or something they've announced already? I would very much so. Sorry for the background. I have a little <laughs> background. That's okay. I would love, um, there's probably two things I would really, really like. Um, G-Pose wise, I would really like to see more filters. Mm-hmm. Probably a little bit more, you know, where it can be a little bit more finite in some of the areas, like how, like in the lighting, you know, the hues and saturations, and things like that. So I would like to see something like that. Um, the other one is a housing related one where <laughs> there are so many so many <laughs> wonderful ideas that have been submitted already and I would really love to see more of the housing items and the ideas that have been already submitted to Square NXB mm-hmm. instituted in. I love putting a lot of detail in houses. One of my biggest things is I love when people want water features because I can get really creative mm-hmm. with those. I would really love Something that's like less of me using twenty spots, <laughs> like that, yep. mm-hmm. and being able to have something that I can kind of use very less slots, but still get more detail in it. So I would yeah, really to, like that. You kind of have to go between. Uh, you want more complex items that allow you to take back a few extra slots, or just ask yes. for more slots in general. Both, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. But this is like, if you're not going to give me more slots, then give me the more complex items yeah. that, that, that I don't have to use those extra slots. Because, I mean, I love making little, you know, rainforest gardens inside people's homes. And it would be really nice to not have to use all the different shower heads <laughs> to try to get that effect, mm-hmm. you know. I, I listen. I, I'm I'm still in the camp that please allow me to keep all my like tokens and uh, weird stuff that comes off trials for mounts and stuff like that in the uh, oh. in the trophies. Uh, the, the trophies into the uh, what's the other tab the uh, the key items tab Aren't because. They? The, oh. No, yes. the, the, all the or the currency, either one. Just put it someplace that's not in my bag. <laughs> like the key items tab is <laughs> empty. There's like three items in there. One of them is the yokai thing. I don't like. I don't need, like. I'm. It's just sitting there. Like I can put that stuff in there. <laughs> that would be nice too, though. Like, yeah, <sighs> I would say anything that's from trials and stuff that could get stored right there because this is like good. that's a whole tab and it's only like four or five items are sitting in it. And, and it's, it's like 50 slots. Yes, it's got the same amount of it. space that like and I'm like who's got that many key items? Nobody. I guess. <sighs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> don't. 
if we have to go with something that I know that would be kind of cool for housing, it's something that I kind of miss from other games. Uh, it's templating. Oh, that being, would be nice. Being able to save and restore your housing across mm-hmm. different plots would be a huge thing. Like, imagine glamour as a decorator, you could have a house. Yeah, you could have a house and you could decorate your own house and then you could go and sell that to other people. That's smart. All right, like here's, here's a pre-done template of a house. You need all these items. Yeah, that's actually pretty smart. Or even for specific features, like, here, I'm going to build this water feature. You don't have to recreate it every time that you want it. You could just build it once and have it stored for whenever you want to use it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. I, I mean, I like for them to just keep my inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Uh, I mean, if, if, I had to, if I had to add something that wasn't, like, like key item related and, like, glamour related, if they copy mm-hmm. the transmog system from World of Warcraft. Because that is the perfect mm-hmm. glamour system. The fact that you can it, it lets you keep every single item in a separate tab. You don't have to create glamour plates, and you can just anything you've ever equipped once is in there in in, in a history. So you don't have to keep it. You just you can always glamour it to your character. That would be oh. so amazing, and it, uh, it's so it's the best. They would system. never sell another retainer ever. No, and that you're absolutely that's the problem. They would never sell another retainer. Ever again. <laughs> and they're just like, well, we lost that revenue stream. We gave them what they wanted, but we lost the revenue stream. Mm-hmm. No, because they still have crafting. <laughs> so, there's Matt. Yeah, Susan. It, it does kind of suck that, yeah, when you move your plot, you, you lose all the decorating. I, I just told her that it gives us, then we can just shake it up and, and design something entirely new for the, the mm-hmm. I mean, but that's also a good inspiration point because I know, like, when I moved uh, our small FC house into the medium plot, I liked aspects of our small, and there were other areas that was like, oh, I wanted to improve in these areas, and it allowed me to be able to do it. So it it gives you that nice little, you remember what you liked, <laughs> and you re yeah. you, you upgrade what you didn't. Yeah, you you learn and you can do better next time. Mm-hmm. Or do differently, I should say. Not always better. Oh, Syria. Yeah, one last question. Mm-hmm. Well, not really a question. More, more of a request. Mm-hmm. Mm. Can you let everybody know where they can find you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have, um, I am pretty active on my Twitter <laughs> a lot <laughs> lately. Uh, but you can find me on Twitter. Give me one second, because I have so many freaking social media things now. <laughs> I, I the downfall I, of being a social community. Yeah, it does. It, it it is that big downfall of that one. Uh. Okay, so you can find me on Twitter at Eris Nirea. Uh, it is actually my in-game name, <laughs> where I will be po- where I post everything. My normally my thoughts, my little opinions. Little weird things that I may come up and wake up in the morning and be like, yeah, this is going on Twitter. <laughs> Walk away. <laughs> uh, and a lot of times, a lot of my G-Pose and as well as my housing stuff, whenever I do housing designs, I put those up there too. I can be found on Instagram under Syria Hime, <laughs> where I actually am a lot more organized on there. So a lot of my G-Pose go there. 
a lot of my housing designs go on depo or go on Instagram as well. So I actually have nice little highlight areas. You just click on it, just look straight at housing. Um, if I'm not on either one of those, I am normally sitting on Eorzea Photographies <laughs> Twitter account under uh, at photos of Eorzea, where I am very wittily answering people questions commenting on their very lovely pictures, retweeting, sometimes poking at Square Enix. <laughs> as one does. And, yeah, as one always has to do. <laughs> and generally just having fun. Awesome. If not, I'm all over Discord. <laughs> in in your own Discord or in the Aeros Air Photography one? Everybody. Or is that also in your uh, <laughs> card link? <laughs> all of that is all in the card link. Is is perfect? Yeah, all of that. The uh, Yorzias, Mines, uh, Novice Network Discord. Well, <laughs> not yours. So Find I, you I'm join all of them, ping you everywhere. Yeah, basically ping me everywhere. And I mean, I just recently started messing around in TikTok, so that's it. Yeah, oh, now I got the TikTok I've, going. I've, Man, so, that's. <laughs> I've heard a few people try to get into that one. We haven't gone there yet. Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> yes. Don't make me start this weekend. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> old, old man, uh, old man, video game streamer starts TikTok. Kids like kids like the anime. <laughs> oh, there are people much older than us on TikTok that do much better. Yeah, they're, we, just, they're... we don't put out that much content. Uh, Brittle. Well, anyways, okay. uh, go ahead. If you would like to find us, you can find us playing through Terraria currently on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, or 2 a.m. British Summertime. We also record our podcast weeklies uh, on Friday, same time, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, 2 a.m. British Summertime. Uh, for people listening to this live on Twitch, this upcoming Sunday, July 18th, I had to read for a second because I was unaware that this was in our list. I knew that it was happening, just didn't realize it was on the list. For people listening to this live, this upcoming Sunday, July 18th at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, and 11 p.m. British Summertime, uh, Peter, myself, Susan, and Google Rounds, uh, very own Chili, will be continuing our deep dungeon dive into Heaven on High, and we're going to try to get far again in it and hopefully not die like we did last time. Mm -hmm. uh, so come out and join us for that. Should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of no death, no death. Uh, lots of uh, vortex. Oh no, it's not vortex. What what are they called? <laughs> I really thought you said lots of vor for a second. I'm like, no, that's not <laughs> what's happening. No, Vor no, vortex. No, wrong. Pinnacles. No, no. We have we have the vortex and we have the the crag and we have the the, the malasite or the mal. That's the one. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah. Also, uh, for anyone who's interested, we have pics of Poe that we're holding hostage, or rather Susan and Peter have pictures of Poe that we're holding hostage. For when you can subscribe to our YouTube, so we, when we hit 100 subscribers, we're currently 21 away. So uh, Peter did recently do a video of his reaction to the Endwalker benchmark video, which we didn't talk about this week, but all I have to say about it is bunny. Boy. Uh, of course, one last <laughs> thing. Uh, share us uh, with Everybody, your FC, your not FC, your bot, maybe not your boss, but your grandmother, uh, your enemies, 
you know, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your post person uh, that Maelstrom Radio is back and kicking in hours of people. Uh, and of course, as always, uh, Sierra, do you want to want to say goodbye to everybody? Bye. Have fun. Explore yours, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quentin. Embrace Come your on. inner house designer. Exactly. Quentin. I say bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>